Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> Do it right. Yes. I know, because I was t- called out for that. It is 7.09 at WILK. It's the morning news. So good morning. We're on this uh, February the 7th. We are a week away from Valentine's Day. I was looking at restaurants for Valentine's like Day. Like window shopping? Oh, like online. Yeah. yeah. Um, only because I, you know, usually if we go, we go on the weekend, which, you know, Valentine's Day falls on a Wednesday. Um, but I thought it would be nice to actually go on Valentine's Day. And I did f- manage to get a reservation. Not exactly Where are we the going? time I wanted <laughs> to get into <laughs> it, but, uh, but there's not a lot of options out there. So um, don't wait till the last minute if you're actually yeah. looking for that day. By the way, Valentine's Day is also Ash Wednesday. So I'm sure they'll have lots of fish options. There but you go. To have both of them fall on the day, same day, it's kind of weird. But before you answer, I want to move, move on to anything else. Uh, on this day in history, something okay. happened big, and don't answer. Now you're going to think you know. Okay. All right. Uh, Sixty years ago today, one of two things happened. Okay. From England to America. Here's mm-hmm. a little audio clip. Was it this? Emily and I went out for our morning ride. But to our dismay, our friend, Mr. Thomas, had gone off to America. Thomas's English muffins. For over a hundred years, England's breakfast tradition in America's hands. Was that 60 years ago today that Mr. Thomas brought his muffins to America, Nancy? Sure, why not? Or was it this? Here's a story from NBC News. Chet Huntley, I'm kind of giving it away. The arrival of these, uh, these... Lads from Liverpool. That's not a good accent, but it's close enough it'll make you. Well, the Beatles arrived in New York today and advanced almost to the Hudson. The four English musical stars with their pudding bowl haircuts were greeted by about 4,000 shrieking teenagers at Kennedy Airport and mobbed by another large group of juveniles when they got to the Plaza Hotel. This guy sounds so agitated by the whole thing with their pudding bowl haircuts. Juveniles. Yeah. All day long, some local disc jockeys had been encouraging truancy with repeated announcements of the Beatles' travel plans, flight number, and estimated time of arrival. They've been encouraging truancy? Tell us that the record company had 16 press agents handling the arrival, but we wouldn't know much about that. <laughs> However, like a good little news organization, we sent three camera crews to stand among the shrieking youngsters and record the sights and sounds for posterity. Our film crews acquitted themselves with customary skill and ingenuity. The pictures are very good, but someone asked what the fuss was about. 
and we found we had no answer. So, <laughs> good night for NBC News. Oh, you cranky old dude. I, uh, here's uh, 20 seconds of the press conference they did when they got off it. There's a lot of like, uh, what, what? But this is uh, some stuff you'll actually be able to hear in case you missed this. 60 years ago, the Beatles arrived. Have you ever seen a, a reception like this? We've never had anything like it before. No, it's the best ever we've ever had. What do you think of the comment that you're nothing but a bunch of British Elvis Presley? Oh, it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> There's a lot of hair to help you sing. Definitely, yeah. Did you get a haircut at all? No. Nope. No. no. I had one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> God. And then two days later, they were on Sullivan. I guess that was much more exciting than the Thomas's English muffins. Well, that, that press conference a little more subdued until people tried it. Then the masses came out. Boy, did you hear how crusty that guy was about having to mention that they were in the... In the country. That's so funny. I'll tell you something. You know what else was crusty? Those English muffins. Johnny, <laughs> come on. Oh, come on. You could do it. <laughs> One of these days. Yeah, I get it. One of these days, Johnny L. Just wait until he can't eat his donuts when Lent starts. He's going to be even crankier. We had talked about this a while. Yeah, we, had, yeah, we don't need a cranky Johnny Lucas. So it goes from like this, good morning, to good morning. It's slightly different. Only we notice <laughs> it. Um, and the Beatles, only together, six years. Isn't that crazy? Six years. Six years. I know, and it seems like forever. Imagine if they'd stay together, stayed together even longer. But they have a new song out. Last year they had a song. I know, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean, yeah, like, since a... then. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to listen to uh, Jason's interpretation of a tortoise getting it on at the zoo, Sounds that so was dirty. an hour yeah. ago, so you can go on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, uh, use the Rewind feature, and... Um, yeah, we talked about tortoises. Don't ask why. It kind of went full circle eventually. Yeah. Um, before we get to uh, some of the more serious news stories, I do want to mention, um, I like Netflix. I do have Netflix. Many okay. of you do. There was a promo for a new show I'm very interested in seeing. Um, it's called The Greatest Night in Pop, and that is The Making of We Are the World. And someone stopped me about great. this yesterday. People are giving it great reviews. I have not seen it yet, so don't worry. I'm not spoiling anything. I don't know if there's anything to spoil. But anyway, um, what's wild is how you would never have this ever happen again. Because back then, they were all there together in today's day and age with people touring and I'm not traveling, yeah. I'm doing this. It would all be done in separate studios. What's amazing is the fact that... So many superstars were all brought together for one for a recording. No one else was allowed in that room except for the singers and whoever it was that did the video, because we all have seen the video. And uh, anyway, it's getting really great reviews. I have not seen it yet. You, you wonder that you look back on it. I haven't seen it either. And uh, someone did spoil it for me. Oh, the song gets finished. <laughs> Um, you asked, you know, it's amazing they were able to get everyone together, but if, you know. I guess it has raw video, though, outside of just them singing, of them talking to each other, of Fighting some over of the, lines. <laughs> I'm looking at something here, and again, I'm not going to get too much into it, but one singer who tried to insert some lyrics into the song in a different language. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, others commenting on it. And also, Bob Dylan has talked right. about how uh, some of uh, some of the night he seemed a little out of it. That's all. I'll go there. That's with not that. surprising. But how did right. they get everyone together? You know what was special about this? I think Nancy, there there uh, comes a time 
when we heed a certain call. <laughs> and it's right there in the lyrics. So you can't put yourself above that and go, I can't do that. I will uh, record alone or not at all. Right. It's like, that's why you're not invited anymore, John Oates or whoever would have. No, he was there, wasn't he? I, I think, think they were he was there. in Daryl Hall, too, but yeah. those two aren't speaking anymore. But people are calling it a must-watch. I will I've, definitely take a look. I've heard that a hundred times. I've watched that video since and I almost know everybody. And there's a couple of people like, who is that? <laughs> and it's always fascinating. I love so. when they people take the video too of Michael Jackson and when he looks over at Huey Lewis when he sings and they're like, look at Jackson's reaction. And like, there's a lot you can read into it, but you know, you can slow anything down and sure. try to make it look like this or that. Anyway, um, so it's called The Greatest Night in Pop. I've heard phenomenal things about it. Yeah, people really seem to like it. All right. Um, What we're going to get into here, we're certainly going to talk about what happened. There's uh, national stories here about the Mayorkas impeachment vote that went down, um, didn't work out. The border bill looks dead on arrival. Uh, John Fetterman getting quite colorful in his language as to why the GOP should vote on this thing. Apparently offending people. We Uh, are surprised by that one. We are going to be talking to Governor Josh Shapiro. 8.35 this morning. He had a um, very big announcement yesterday talking about his vision for Pennsylvania. Um, What he would like to invest in, a lot of it has to do with education. Um, But also, he talked about missing out on the revenue from legalizing recreational marijuana. So we'll certainly ask your thoughts on that. Is it time for us to, uh, to do that already? And again, he can't just do it by saying it. He needs the legislature yeah. to do it. Uh, so we'll chat with him a little bit later on as well and talk about that. I, I did want to mention uh, the story, and it's in uh, one of the uh, local newspapers this morning. It's in the, the Times-Tribune. And it talks about a state police corporal who's now charged with DUI. He's on restrictive duty. This is just a very um, stunning story only because... It, of the context around what it is that had happened. And now this, uh, and, and look, the Pennsylvania State Police have very, very high standards for troopers. There are, you know, there are a lot of things you have to do to even become a trooper, right? Um, but this uh, state tr- uh, police corporal is now on restrictive duty, charged with DUI. He is from, uh, let's see, I just had it here, too. I had it here, too. Springbrook Township. Here we go. Uh, Troopers say he crashed his black Toyota Highlander near his home in the township back, like, late October. Again, this is in the Times-Tribune. They say they got there at 3.38 a.m., so we're talking early morning hours, right? Um, And it was about 19 minutes after a caller reported a crash. So they say they found the vehicle near some uh, large rocks, and they say they had been moved from their original positions after being struck. Uh, Troopers were advised while en route to the scene, a man in a hooded sweatshirt was hiding in the woods. Somebody called this in, saw someone hiding in the woods. Uh, They say this trooper, again, he was off duty, he's in the woods with a hooded sweatshirt on. He appeared from the woods and approached the trooper's vehicle. They say um, he had bloodshot, glossy eyes, unsure footing, slurred speech, a strong odor of alcoholic beverage emanating from his person. All the signs of normalcy. That was written by the troopers in the affidavit. Um, They say he said a deer caused the crash. He told troopers he walked home after the crash, claiming it happened two hours earlier and that he had a beer before he came back. He's trying to come up with another reason for how he 
had alcohol in his system. Anyway, um, he said he was returning from a friend's house. He did not want the field sobriety or breathalyzer test. He did deny driving drunk. Ultimately, handcuffed. He did agree later to a blood check, a blood uh, alcohol concentration test. He was at 0.13, legal limit 0.08. So did he lie to his fellow officers, Nancy? It sounds like that's the allegation. Yeah, he yeah. does face misdemeanor DUI charges and a summary count of driving at an unsafe speed. Um, he is a corporal assigned to Troop T. That is the uh, the. You know, the team that patrols the Pennsylvania Turnpike. T for Turnpike, yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he's on restricted duty as a result of the charges. So what happens after this, not sure. But uh, again, it's one thing where, you know. Should know better. Uh, you know, definitely. I mean, everybody, yeah. everybody should know better. At this point, correct. Everybody should know better. But being in the state police, you would think that your goose is already cooked, Right. When they come, your best bet is to just go, yeah. I mean, I, to me, the best bet is not to try to come up with a whole. But then again, well, if you're impaired, you're not thinking clearly, probably. I think these stories are important because for years, the, you know, the unspoken rule supposedly was officers wouldn't get arrested for this. You used to hear that all the time. Oh, you mean like if people Special would protect favors. their own, that would but be the concern. This is not, it's good to see when this happens, they, they t- do take somebody in. Mm-hmm. So it's a, right. it helps, it helps uh, uh, destroy that. I don't know if it was, uh, maybe it was true at one time. I don't think it happens right, right now. Right, right. You said earlier this morning I did an Im- impression of something. You said what it was, Nancy. And yeah. then uh, someone said, Jason's impression of, of what? Can I read what I wrote back or is that inappropriate? <laughs> it's even worse than what so? I said. I just said, oh, it's my impression of two turtles. Pork. We, no, Don't say it. Just getting it on. Yeah, it was, I give you. I give you a sample. It's like, he actually eh. witnessed it. Oh yeah, yeah. And heard it for himself. And and shared the story this morning. But we, that wasn't what we were talking about in the beginning. It just got to that. Anyway, it's what I bring to the show, everybody. We start talking about real things, and I'm on to turtles. Get the Odyssey app. A U D A C Y. And it was tortoises. Tortoises. Sorry. Okay. A U D A C Y. What you do is just put W I L K in there and then favorite us. And that way we'll pop up and you can see the chapters. You can go back and listen to the those great moments that you've missed. All right. We are at uh, 19 degrees. It's very sunny out there. It's a nice morning. Really beautiful. Um, kind of teased this before we went to break. Top stories we often talk about. Top stories local when I go to the newspaper, they show you what's trending. Yeah. Restaurants that are opening. <clears throat> so, this place is already in the Mid-Valley and the Abingtons. It's called Benny's. I know Benny's. A new Benny's is coming. It's going to be opening March 14th on Greenridge Street. In the Greenridge section, it's where Morgan's Pub and Eatery used to be. You heard about Benny's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Peckville, right? my uh, my wife's grandparents used to live right over there. Right. Uh, my father-in-law is buried behind the original. In addition to... <laughs> That's a downer, but it's a true... It's behind the cemetery in Peckville. You can go have food and then go visit. But they have great wings and stuff like That's that. That's what they're known for. It says pizza, wings, burgers. Yeah. Uh, a new location's also going to have a liquor license. So uh, that's a new one. So you can uh, hit another Benny's location come middle of March. There you go. Oh, this brings us to some food news. Ah, food news. Maybe I can work in more cemetery <laughs> information. Right. I don't know he what I was thinking. Was a tortoise <laughs> getting it on to... Just, Food Where news. you can eat and visit a grave. Yeah. Food news and shit. Food news, first of all. Yeah, we got John it. Lucas got a new microwave. All right. 
We were sing- we were clapping in sync, and it sounded weird. <laughs> it was weird. Congratulations, John. I'm glad you've moved on up. Okay, Valentine's Day a week away. Uh, almost half of people believe you should break up with someone before Valentine's Day. Well, I tell I guess, my wife it's coming. I guess if it's on the rocks, <laughs> no. why go spend the money? Whatever. Um, if you're looking to end the relationship before this Valentine's Day, you can send a Pizza Hut goodbye pie. Oh, that's... They'll deliver a message and a hot honey goodbye pie to your soon-to-be ex with the news. Visit goodbyepies.com for more details. That's pretty crappy. I don't even know if you need the special pie. I think if, you, if someone thinks you love them and you send them a pizza, you <laughs> might end up single anyway. Domino's offers a perfect deal combo through February 11th. I like how they don't do it right through the 14th. Now through February 11th, order a perfect combo deal starting at 1989. What a great year. Um, you'll get a whole bunch of food and uh, basically use the coupon code 1387 at participating locations. By the way, did you know on Super Bowl Sunday, Domino sells about 2 million pizzas, the most popular topping, pepperoni. That's a shock. Keep right? shocking us there, Domino's. Canada Dry Fruit Splash, now available in stores. You can try the new ginger ale in cans and 20-ounce bottles, a sugar-free version also available. By the way, Stanley Cups, you know how they're really, really, really popular? Oh, it's yeah. ridiculous. People, the amount of money they're selling for on eBay. Um, according to Google search data, Stanley is the top pick in 19 states. Near us, uh, I don't see a lot, mostly down the south, to be honest. Britta takes New York and Pennsylvania. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Britta? Okay. Britta? I'm I, so confused. I'm very confused. Yeti, Yeti rules Maine, Texas, Nevada, and Idaho, also Washington. Ohio is also a fan of the Iron Flask. I don't, some of these I've never heard of. Um, anyway, yeah, there must be a Brita bottle. Is it one that filters uh, while you drink? Oh, it yes, it does. Like I've that. seen, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. Uh, Boston, so, Boston's God knows. In Boston? Okay, God so knows. the Brita, New York and Pennsylvania. They're very big. Do you guys have a Brita? Apparently someone does. This is very curious. Hey, so you mean we don't have a king in this country? Isn't it amazing? It takes the D.C. Court of of Appeals to unanimously reject former President Donald Trump's uh, claims that he is immune from prosecution. Imagine that. Um, The judges said they cannot accept the idea that former presidents are above the law for all time once they leave the White House. This is just ridiculous that anybody would even entertain a notion that they would be completely absolved of anything in perpetuity 
it's like the very foundation of who we are and why we had a revolution was you don't own us. We don't have a king. We are equal, even though some of us obviously will rise to higher levels of power. No one is above the law. So you can't. Crazy you can't, thought. Look, you and can't then use, I love now it's like, oh, well, now every time someone leaves, someone will. Only you, Donald Trump, would do that. Yeah. Because we'd never had that problem before until someone started doing really bad things, like putting together a plan to undermine the will of the voters. Or how about taking classified documents and shoving them in your private home and in a bathroom that people just walked in and out of willy-nilly? I mean, come on. It's crazy. It's crazy. The ruling now means that it looks like Trump is going to quickly ask the Supreme Court to intervene. A lot of people watching this stuff who have a lot of experience uh, with these kind of cases are saying that they have written a very ironclad decision. It's probably most likely that the Supreme Court is not going to take it up. And that may be the end of that argument. Who knows, though, because this Supreme Court has done some pretty wild stuff. Uh, But most people are saying it would be very unlikely that they'll even take it up. The biggest biggest reason they wouldn't accept this argument is that by saying, oh, yeah, yeah, presidents have absolute immunity. The example people use, it's true, not that it would happen. Biden could send out a hit squad to take out anybody. Yeah, but that's not the reason why. What I'm saying is, the reason why is because it's the right thing to do. Correct. But if they were to somehow go. (laughs) Something like, oh, well, we don't want to do it because Biden might do something. No, I'm not saying he would. But if if you say, oh, of course presidents have absolute immunity. He's not the president now, so that would give the current president the ability to do whatever the hell he wanted. No one wants that. And no one's saying presidents can't, can, can't do their jobs. But when you go above and beyond, there should be, if you cross a line, there should be consequences. there. Of course there. there should be. Anybody in their right mind would say so. I would think <laughs> it's so. so crazy. Literally. The most, like, what's really just galling is the fact that when they were going for the impeachment and they did the impeachment vote after January 6th happened. Remember, before he was out, they did an impeachment vote. And what did many Republicans say? Many Republicans at that time said, no, he's got to be found guilty in a court of law before we would impeach. Remember? Now, his attorneys were arguing, well, he'd have to be impeached first. (laughs) <laughs> what kind of thinking is this? This is the school of throw anything against the wall and see what will stick. Um, what will the Supreme Court do? We don't know, because some of them you just wonder yeah. about. Um, it would certainly uh, be something, and you know, there are times when they will take a case up, and there are other times where they'll just let that appeals court, that lower court ruling stand. So um, like this is should. a politically charged case. Yeah. But God help us if we ever have a Supreme Court that says that a president has immunity for life. God help us. Well, they that could ignore everybody, horrible. including the Supreme Court. What they would do be whatever the they wanted. They would. So I can't imagine them actually uh, going. You could literally just that. say yeah. your votes don't count and say, I'm here forever. We're changing everything. And, and as they said, you could send SEAL Team. I'm not saying SEAL Team 6 would agree to it, but you could just go after your rivals. I mean, it's nuts. Well, that was it's kind of like what Putin does right now. Yeah. Um, 
It's crazy. Yeah, there's so many, I mean, so many aspects of this that are, are crazy. And, and oh, I was going to say, and look, if the Supreme Court says we're not going to hear this or no, presidents don't have uh, uh, immunity, that doesn't make him guilty. He still has to go through a trial. So it's not like this idea that they're just running him. <laughs> no, no, like he's got to go through the process at that point. Right. He's right. trying to it's avoid just, the whole process. So really, I like saying I could do whatever I want because I said so. I mean, he's the only one saying this. And then you know what? Now that he's, this is the thing, right? Now that he's got all these judgments against him where he's literally scrounging for dollars. Yesterday, he did a fundraising appeal. Now that I don't have immunity, I need your help to fight this. So people will give more money so we can continue these down the drain kind of court cases. I got a text asking if I wanted to be his VP. I don't know if it was real or a fundraiser or what, but I'm, I'm interested. Donald, call me. Hey, Joe Snedeker. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Yes. Think of the sun is burning for all of us. I mean, it's up there. It's doing its thing. You better appreciate it. Working hard. All week, it's been awesome, hasn't it? It really has. It's working overtime. I love it. But it's been OC, slacking. It it's, been, it's been slacking off. I mean, I saw the... <laughs> Kurt, it's been slacking It has off. been. I saw Kurt had up the graphic of all the cloudy days opposed to the sunny, and it's been slacking. It's been a lazy, you know what? Yeah, it's only so it's making up for lost time. There's only a couple sunny days in the entire month of January. Yep. So we all know it's rough in the winter around here. So we're making up for lost time, but you got it all day today. Teens and 20s now, totally sunny and up near 45. I was out with my dog Jet yesterday, and I can always tell when he's had enough of the walk because when he sees the vehicle that we rode up in, he walks a little faster right towards it. Like <laughs> as soon as like we get close yeah, they're like, okay, is this over yet? So <laughs> and true. then other days, other days he'll see it and he looks away like he wants more. So he'll just say, okay, it's too early. It's they too pur- early. They purposefully look away like they don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, don't look over there. Look over here. Yeah, Pay attention hor- to me. Horrible, yeah. horrible liar. So he'll see the car and be like, oh, hey, yeah. I, look what I found. This is your car. We should go driving. And other times he's like, no, I think it's the wrong vehicle, man. Let's keep going. Yeah, they're just they're bad yeah, liars. Yeah, they I really know. are. So. <laughs> you can see right through them. So today it'll be a little bit better for a dog walk. It'll be closer to 45, 46. Yesterday, where I live, it didn't even reach 40. It was like 38, 39, the high, with a little bit of a north wind. But the sun feels good. Now, if it's not good enough for you or your dog today, tomorrow it definitely is going to be near 50 or better, partly to mostly sunny Thursday. Friday looks pretty good, too, but it will cloud up. Passing shower, 50 degrees. Saturday, Cloudy, a few scattered showers, but not a bad day. Much of the day will be dry in the low to mid-50s. So we have all this gorgeous weather to look forward to yet, although the sunniest days will start to end after Thursday. Now, you're going to hear a lot about a storm Monday, Tuesday. Here's the latest, folks. All week long, the jet stream was kicking out this wave that was staying well to our south. Now, all of a sudden, in a few of the latest runs, we have a major East Coast snowstorm showing up. Oh, jeez. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. It just means that it's now getting um, mm. a, a little bit robust in the world of possibilities. So could this impact your life? Yes. This would be Monday night into Tuesday of next week. If Now, we are five, six days out. So for me to give you any specifics on something that far out would be irresponsible. I just want everyone to know that the potential is there for, yes, a lot of snow. It could be eight inches. It could be a foot of snow. The potential is also there for this thing to totally miss us. So it's not going to be one of those um, 
uh, lighthearted storms or a weak system. It's either going to be fairly significant or probably stay to our south. So that is in the realm of possibilities for Tuesday of next week. I am so annoyed by this storm. I have made a deal with God. I said, if this misses us, I will become a Catholic priest. So I don't know if he's going to take this serious. I don't. But that's, this not is the deal yeah, I, I, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. I've uh, looked into those jobs. I don't qualify. I don't think you would either. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you're married, so that's yeah. a problem. But yeah, uh, I don't want to be worrying about this already. But I can't help myself. I know. Me too. It's on my mind. Yeah. If so much, it's impactful. I decided to take off work Monday because I have days coming. Not only is that the, the day after the Super Bowl, so I'm probably going to be at my buddy's house. But I don't even want to deal with this thing. So when I come back to work Tuesday, we're either going to be in the snowstorm at that point or it will have missed us and it'll be at the tail end. So I'm just not even thinking about it. <laughs> Hang on. Let me see if I can trick Joe into showing something. Say today was your last day. You were retiring and you had to make one final forecast. Oh. What would you predict for Monday to Tuesday? Oh, <laughs> no, have, you uh, no. That doesn't change anything. I no, know. I know. Anything. Right. But we, it's just something for us to um, keep on our radar, so to speak. Yeah, that's all it is at this point. So a lot of things can change. As these, this is a system that you've been hearing about all those flooding rains and storminess in California. Yeah. Yep. So these are the resultants of those waves in the upper atmosphere. So they're just too hard to call this far in advance because a lot of the dynamics can change. Put it on your radar, everyone, and stay tuned. That's okay. all we can say. Or, or right. call off also, on Monday if you have the chance, and Tuesday, too. <laughs> yeah. Also, do not believe any of those maniac Facebook. They make everything red and yellow, and they scare you, and they say, biggest storm of the century. Do not believe any of those things. Right. They're irresponsible teenagers sitting in their basement. And they also want it to snow. And so yeah. they are very, very much biased <laughs> towards that. They want it to snow. They want the drama. They want the attention. And not that they, you know, they may hit it every once in a while just by chance, but it doesn't give them any credibility. There's something I noticed to it just watching this because it seemed like, wow, they're so excited about these big storms. And then sometimes they were patting themselves on the back for getting it right when it didn't happen. If you pay attention, which I have they'll they'll say like it could be really big and then they go i nailed it for erie i nailed it for <laughs> you know syracuse You're like wait a second i thought we were talking uh, yeah. you know we're, we're on very different or, pages or here. or i nailed it but i missed the last 10 because that's what happens right. even uh, you know a stopped watch is right twice yeah. a day as they yeah. say i so nailed it plus thing. or minus 16 inches <laughs> all right so we, <laughs> all we right, shall Joe. talk next hour they're ambulance chasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow lovers. How dare they? We'll talk to yeah. you next hour. Bye. All right. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Sure. They really want it to snow, so that really like it yeah. makes them much more apt to tell you that it's going to snow. One of my worst uh, misread, misunderstood lyrics, I thought it was a brill in disguise. I'm like, what's a brill? I, like, I couldn't understand it. And then I read the lyrics. It's brilliant. Bruce Springsteen yes. and Bob Dylan, who we played before, both of them in that greatest night in yeah. pop. TV show that's uh, on uh, Netflix. A lot of people giving it rave reviews. All right. How much do you know about your partner? I'm pretty surprised uh, by this stat. Only 10% of Americans know their partner's salary. Hmm. Interesting. Think about that. Um, they polled 2,000 adults in serious relationships, 15%. So we don't, it's not marriages. I'm going to guess marriages, they may have a better clue. 15% don't know how much their partner has in savings or what their credit score is. 
Uh, 27% of Generation Zers keep their credit score from their partner. Other common financial secrets include how much debt someone has, where they spend money, and how many different bank accounts they have. The Chime survey finds 30% of Americans prefer a partner with a high salary. <laughs> I like them low. I like the 70 With low self-esteem I, and no, no nothing. I look for the ones who are struggling. Yeah. That makes no sense. 43% think that whoever makes more money should pay for most of the bills. Hmm. That's all very curious. Um, I don't have a problem with somebody, you know, if you if you split some money, like obviously for the bills, but does it really matter what you're spending your money on as long as it's not like a brothel or something? I don't, but what if it yeah, is a brothel? I can't imagine. I guess that is judge? an uncomfortable question to ask somebody right. if you're not in a, it says a serious relationship. If you're sure. sharing, um, maybe they're afraid to ask, uh, but you would think that, you should probably know that. Yeah, when you say serious relationship, though, I don't think marriage. I think someone who's like, you know, you really think this could work out? Let's see how it goes. But at that point, you don't usually go, so uh, before we commit fully right. and we meet each other's parents, how much, you how much did you make? Right. That's I can't imagine weird. that question coming up without right. it being very weird. If you're married and you don't know, that's weird. Okay. Even then, it's just look at their checks it's as they go into weird. your joint bank account. Some people don't. Some people, they, you know, one person is like handling all the finances. So it could be a surprise. All right. You may remember, obviously, one of the most famous romantic scenes, Ghost, when they were the clay pots, Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. Remember, she was making it. He's behind her. His arms are I know. How could you forget it? It made anyway, it look so easy. Demi Moore has revealed she has a few mementos from her time filming that movie, Ghost, alongside her late co-star, uh, Patrick Swayze. She shared she held on to the clay pots made during that famous scene. Wow. So how about that? Um she was on with uh, Drew Barrymore. That's how this all came out. Um, Drew Barrymore also asked her about her experience behind the scenes of the film. Uh, she said that she met the Roadhouse actor the first time trying to figure him out. Well, the first thing that just popped into my head was meeting Patrick Swayze for the first time going, oh, you know, trying to figure out his thing, she said. Yeah. And then he took his shirt off and I was like, oh, got it. <laughs> I still have my little pots I made, which are pitiful. They're like the saddest looking things, she said. But I, She didn't go into this, but I'm pretty sure when she was married to Ash, Ashton Kutcher, because the age difference, she was like, no, 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 you can't play with those. They're not toys. They probably had, probably had to have that conversation a lot, right? By the way, it's his birthday today. Ashton Kutcher? Yes. So Good for him. There's a little hint for the game coming up in a bit. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 